Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a wonderful guest, as usual, Suzanne Ross is here today. And we're going to talk about some really interesting stuff. But her book, oh my God, it's so heavy, but it's so cool. It's called Rise Up, Awakening Through Revelation. And here it is, and it's 10 Days on the Ascension Path. So all you guys out there who are you know, waking up and wanting to learn more. This is a really interesting book because she takes you each day for 10 days on her journey and you um, evolve. And it's really interesting. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before I bring her on, there's a couple things I want to talk about that are going on in humanity because it's really important that I bring it up. Um, there are live, here are live updates to, to killed in Israeli from the Gaza rocket strikes while the West Bank uh, protest uh, turns deadly. And I had talked about this a couple of days ago and I don't feel really good about this whole situation. So an airstrike launched uh, from within the Gaza Strip that hit a packaging plant in Southern Israel Tuesday has killed two Thai workers, police said, as Israeli forces and Palestinian mili uh, militants continue to exchange rocket fire. Now, the blast, which also left seven others injured, according to the Associated Press, came after the Israeli military said it identified and struck nine underground and above-ground rocket launch sites in Gaza so far Tuesday. You know, this goes on, and um, I don't know what's going to happen if we're going to intervene in any way, but this is something that's really um, making me nervous, and I just hope that um, there can be some rest. So send prayers over there. Prayers help. Prayers have energy, so send them over there. All right, so now for my good news. <laughs> I had to have some good news today. So there are 35 elephants that are arriving in amazing Florida sanctuary to retire among forest, grassland, and 11 watering holes. Now check this out. Some kids dream of running away to join the circus while the Ringling Brothers elephants that have been performing every night might have been dreaming about a place like this a dream that is now coming true. And I'll check this out. So 35 elephants under the care of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus are being welcomed to a 2,500 acre Florida reserve. Um, they can wander through their favorite habitats, wetlands, grasslands, or forest, and splash about in 11 different watering holes. And I just want to bring that up because I love elephants and I'm really glad that um, they did that. So. All right, now we have today with us Miss Suzanne Ross. And Suzanne is new to the show, so let me read a little bit of her information. Uh, she has dedicated her life to bringing together higher teachings of divine, divine enlightenment to all human humanity, excuse me, through inspirational books, group workshops, live events, energetic sessions, and internet television series. She's building a community in Sedona, Arizona. Now, she was born in Shasta, California, which I think is really interesting. And she grew up in the mystical forest of the sacred Mount Shasta, playing with the fairies and elementals and trolls. Now, she says, 
she was visited by regular, regularly by galactic beings who would come down and bless her with celestial love and healing light. And I have to tell you, your energy is so strong and I'm an empath that I can hardly speak. And that is why I'm having a difficult time talking. And I don't know, welcome to the show, Suzanne. I don't know if people realize this. I'm an empath and I'm picking up your energy. Oh, thank you, Nancy. And oh I'll try to like tone it down so you can speak. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't have that problem very often unless I run across somebody who is, their energy is so strong that it impacts me. And I start to sweat and get hot. And your energy is so strong. Even through Zoom, it's impacting me. Welcome to High Road to Humanity. Oh, thank you, Nancy. I'm so delighted to be here today. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your amazing show, High Road to Humanity. I am a fan of your show yeah, and have you. watched many interviews that you've done. And just am excited to be here today and share my love and light with your audience. Well, God bless. And you are a strong um, entity, I have to say, because you guys, I don't run into this very often where it's, it, there was a guy, I'll tell the story really quick. There was a guy who was a realtor and he was really good. And his energy was so strong. He sold one of my house. I'm a realtor too, but he sold one of my houses and I could barely be in his presence because his energy was so strong. And as wow. an empath, yeah, as an empath, I can't help it. I pick it up. So it's like, whoa, <laughs> so you've got some really good information for us to, to, to learn today. You know, I want you to tell us your story because you had something really miraculous happen to you in December of 1995. Tell your story. Thank you for that. And uh, let me just turn my phone off. I just realized it wouldn't beep. Okay. So yes. In 1990s, I was working in the corporate world back east. I grew up in Southern, I was born in Northern California in Mount Shasta, but grew up in Southern California and with a marriage had been moved to the East Coast. We both worked for the same corporate company. So mm -hmm. I got a job in the corporate world on the East Coast. Both things were very intense. I found the weather in on the East Coast to be really brutal. But more than that, I found the mean-spirited politics in the corporate world oh, to wow. be brutal. And I came to a point after seven years where I was having anxiety attacks. My hair was falling out in clumps. I had eczema all over my skin. And and I just walked out into the kitchen one day and said, there has to be more meaning and purpose to life than this. Wake up, fight brutal traffic, get to work, fight brutal politics, fight traffic, come home, eat dinner, go to bed, get up and do it all over and again Your and again. Your body was rejecting. Your body was rejecting it. Absolutely. And so was my mind. Yeah. I was having anxiety attacks and I knew yeah. that I was terribly displaced with where I was at. And also, I was misplaced in the corporate world. I just knew that I didn't fit in and never would. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting in conference rooms with others and the jokes they thought were funny, I didn't get. And mm -hmm. 
just the way that they would throw each other under the bus to climb the ladder. And, you know, it just didn't resonate with me and their unethical behaviors and immoral practices. And yeah, so it got old is what you're telling me. It got old. Yeah, it lacked meaning and purpose as well. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, you know, this isn't what I signed up for. Life has to have more meaning and purpose than this. Mm -hmm. So one day um, when I walked out to the kitchen and I just had that thought, if there's no more meaning and purpose to life than this, I'm out of here. This isn't what I signed up for. And about that time, the phone rang and my parents were calling from the desert of Southern California, inviting me to come and visit them. And I said, well, that's exactly what I need as a break from it all. It was December in New Jersey and blizzarding and So I hopped on a plane and when my father met me at the airport, he drove me to this desert valley and there's a point where you can look down upon the valley before dropping into it. And I just remember seeing like clear blue skies, palm trees swaying in the wind and the sun shining brightly. And I had, (laughs) right. I had this sense that I had come home. And after a few days of fun in the sun with my family, love and laughter, things I hadn't experienced in a long time, I woke up one morning just overwhelmed with this impending sense of doom that I was going to have to return to my life in hell. And in that moment, I felt compelled to run out the door and run toward the mountain range behind their house. And I threw on my shoes. And as I was running toward the mountain range, tears were flowing down my face. And I just thought, maybe if I just keep running, I can escape my fate. But I ran to the top of this mountain. I threw my arms up to the sky. This is pictured on my book, Wake Up. I never know how to hold it on here. (laughs) I threw my arms up to the sky and I just said, I am miserable in the extreme and I see no way out. And in that moment, I just felt this total sense of calm wash over me. And I heard a voice resonate within me and all around me. And it said, can't you see you've come home? You'll stay here and heal yourself and many others. And in that moment, I knew that was the absolute truth for me. The anxiety and depression melted away and was replaced over excitement and enthusiasm over my new life in the desert as a healer. I felt spontaneously healed in the moment, aligned with my higher self and my true calling. I ran down the mountain and for the next two weeks, I just felt like I was following the energy. Mm -hmm. That morning, I went to the local five-star resort and said I was applying for a job in health and wellness. They hired me on the spot, asked if I could start in two weeks. And so as I was walking through the parking lot, I was thinking, well, this is really surreal. I just agreed to take a job here in the desert in health and wellness. I have a husband, a job, a home, a life on the East Coast. Did you have children too, or with it just you and your husband at the time? It was just you guys? Yeah. Yeah. So what did he say? I mean, when you told him, hey, honey, we're going to, (laughs) I'm going home. Yeah. So he didn't come. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that happens. You know, that happens. Yeah. He was an international um, 
businessman and he traveled around the world and he loved traveling around the world and he was never home. And our relationship had kind of, we'd been growing apart, although he was sad to see me go and offered to come to California. And I was like, no, I don't think that's it. It's okay. okay. We're good. Go keep traveling around the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I moved to the desert and it wasn't long before I met the love of my life who blew my hair back and still does today, 25 years later. So, uh, yes, but I became a healer in the desert, opened a wellness center and became very successful uh, offering fitness and nutrition counseling um, to uh, retired snowbirds (laughs) and uh, then just kept growing my business. And I never looked back. I'm still in the business of health and wellness, although it's morphed in many different ways over the years, much more on spirituality now conscious media and yeah (laughs) well your book was amazing and i have to tell you and your energy was so strong you have to be really strong energy wise to really affect me and you did right away so that's crazy but um (laughs) but i knew by reading your book that you knew a lot i always like having these people on you guys who know all this stuff and you know so much and you, I'm so intrigued. And when we come back from commercial break, what I want you to talk about is your, um, you write in this book about um, how creation came about and how you believe through your, you know, your um, interactions with the galactics, I guess, pretty much, is how creation came about. And I want to talk about that because I really uh, resonated with that. And I thought that sounded absolutely true. So if you wouldn't mind, when we come back from commercial break, if you can just talk about that, you know, how, um, how this all began. So you got, and it's not too far from what the Bible has to say, by the way. So this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Suzanne Ross. Her book that we're going to look at today is called Rise Up, and this is High Road to Humanity. We'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. 
We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and this is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Suzanne Ross. And Suzanne, I want you to tell the audience, because I just thought this was amazing, how you figured out a different story of creation and talk about it, because I believe this is a really good, um, this is it. (laughs) So when I woke up on my journey, (laughs) the first thing I did was look at my hands and go, uh, who am I? What am I? Mm-hmm. Where am I from? What is reality? Like, what is all this? Mm-hmm. And so I developed an insatiable quest, a thirst for answers, and went on a quest to find them. And so as I did, I started to look into everything from science to spirituality to religion to metaphysics to quantum physics. And as I dove in, I started to get answers. Also, at this time, I was engaging in deep trance meditations. And I started doing automatic writing and channeling. I was taking long walks out in nature. I call walking meditations. And I want to talk about that later in the show too, if you wouldn't mind. So we'll get back to that. Yeah. Yes. Because it is a part of how I started to get these answers to the biggest questions of all time, right? Mm -hmm. And so I started to get this picture about how creation started with this infinite sea of beginningless and endless consciousness. And that really comes from Buddhism. But I began to understand through meditation, through just connecting into the field of oneness, um, through also various channeled material like the Urantia book, um, how in this sea of infinite consciousness, this one great self awoke. And upon awakening in this sea, almost like a wave, reflected upon this self and created a mirror image. And in a moment of recognition, a light ignited and the divine trinity was created mm-hmm. as gender uh, speaking. <laughs> just father, son, and spirit. And so I just like to make that point about it's genderless, but we're going to refer to it for the Trinity as the father, son, and spirit. And so then this Trinity rested in a state of perfect unity in bliss until they got restless and wanted to create to discover a different way to know thyself. And they knew they couldn't create an infinity. They needed to create a place that had a beginning. And so to start creating. And so they reflected upon themselves and created the creative Trinity. And this, this whole, uh, this um, point of the inverted triangle, creating a whole in infinity, like a portal. Okay. 
And this portal then became a portal between infinity and this new creation called eternity. You could call this the central universe of divine perfection, where here there was a beginning where the creative trinity could start creating things and beings in their perfect divine. So here is an existential reality where things and beings exist. Okay. So you started to realize that the reason that we're here has a lot to do with the energy and the light and the consciousness and the awareness. Talk about that. And so this sea of infinite consciousness flows into eternity and is the infinite source of the one infinite creator of which we are all of and from. We are all a drop in the infinite sea in the entire sea all at once. And so with eternity sourced by this infinite source of pure consciousness, it expands into eternity. So there's the paradise core at the center through which this infinite source flows. But here in this eternal universe, this central universe, you have then the eternal children who are existing in this existential realm. And there's a point then when the eternal children also then get restless and they want to know thyself in a different way. Mm-hmm beyond existing and being into experiencing and doing. And so they project this mental construct called space time, which is simply a reflection of this one perfect universe. Mm -hmm. And they project holographic fractals of their personalities into space time dimensions. Now, theosophy would say that we have 12 aspects of our personality in each of 12 dimensions for 144 soul extensions. And so just like the one great self expressed itself as the 12 archetypes, the original 12 archetypes, Mm -hmm. which would be like the Zodiac wheel. Right. And that's what I thought. So that's astrologically. Okay. And I like the 144 because that's in the Bible. And go back to that. That's where that 144 comes from, isn't it? It just got convoluted a little bit. Right. 12 times 12 being 144. (laughs) Correct. And also this idea that we are projecting these 12 aspects of our personality. And so 12 being the divine trinity expressed in each of the four directions as each of the four elements. And that again, synchronizes with the Zodiac wheel, because we know we have three signs in air, three signs in water, three signs in fire, three signs in earth to make 12. So the divine trinity is always expressed in everything. Okay. That is so interesting to hear you talk about this. And so we, so there's 12 of me. In this dimension. I have different, so there's different dimensions and, you know, I've had Gene Dakota on the show and he talks about seeing different timelines. Can you see different timelines? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you can see, and so I have to understand this. Okay. So, and he says, and I just want to confirm. So as you evolve, 
there are different timelines. And so as you evolve, you continue on to this timeline or what, whatever, as you evolve. And then other people who don't evolve stay on this timeline and they learn here and we learn here. Is that right? I would say dimension rather than timeline if we're speaking on an evolutionary level. Okay. And so um, in this 3D timeline, yes, I do timeline regressions mm-hmm. where I guide people into a hypnotic trance state mm-hmm. where they reveal to me who they're being in different 3D timelines. And it's important uh, because okay. it's a way of gathering those fragmented soul aspects from different timelines so that you can return to wholeness. And also, when you merge with these other aspects of who you're being, being in different 3D timelines, then you also absorb these innate gifts and abilities, talents, and skills that they have because it's all you, but it's a soul reunion that allows all of the beings who you're being in 3D all at once to come in this journal now. To come into play, right. Okay, so as we connect, and then what you're saying is, and I just need to understand, understand. this. As we connect to source and we become, we're more in line with who we are and we're more in balance with who we are, then these other aspects come in because the energy allows for it. So if you say, as we connect to source, I would say the source of who you are in truth as one eternal soul who is projecting these holographic fractals of your personalities into these different timelines and dimensions. And so when you can see through the eyes of your eternal soul, you can see who you are being in all of these different timelines and dimensions because you as the eternal soul are behind the scenes of space-time projecting these, you could say that you were the programmer Uh, programming all of these different virtual realities mm -hmm. and projecting your avatars into them. And this is to grow to become part of source again. Yes, very good. Absolutely. We're here in these time-space realities in order to know thyself through experience and to experience love. That's the meaning and purpose. Yeah, you keep saying something that has hit home with me in the last few months, and that's know thyself. Know thyself. And that's what I've been working on because I think it really comes down to that. And to experience love. Yeah. And not be afraid. Yes. Moving out of fear and into love big time. This is especially important now. And I want to talk with you. We got to go commercial break. I wish you were here for two hours, but you're only here for an hour. So we got to go to commercial break. But when we come back, I want to talk about the heart. Because that's the, that to me, that's the key is the heart. All right, you guys, this is Nancy Yearout. I'm here today with Suzanne Roth. Her book is called Rise Up, Awakening Through Revelation. It's 10 days on the ascension path. You guys got to check this out. She takes you through the 10 days. It's, it's really interesting. This is Higher Edge Humanity. We'll be right back.
Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Suzanne Ross. Suzanne, it all comes back to the heart. And I, I learned to think with my heart or ask my heart questions. I, I try to teach my clients this. I always say, put your hands on your heart. Ask your heart the question. Your heart doesn't lie. Um, I think that or I feel like we all need to start coming from the heart. Can you talk about that? This infinite field of pure consciousness is pure love. It is the pure love of the divine source that flows into creation. We are all infused with that divine love and divine light. And I feel when you put your hand on your heart, you're tuning into the eternal soul that I was talking about in the last segment. Mm -hmm. I have this sense of being here and now. And when you put your hand in your heart and you become totally present in the now moment, you've entered the truth of who you are as an eternal soul. And you can tune into your eternal soul. This is your highest self, which is sourced from pure love. And so it's the perfect place to put your hands to tune into the love of the divine source, but also wisdom. The yeah. wisdom of your eternal soul and connecting with your eternal soul. And you can do that with your hand on your heart when you become totally present in the eternal now, because it's in the now moment that you enter the truth of who you are. Right. You see a lot of people waking up, but I also pe- see people who are not. And it's a, it's a, to me right now, it's such a big divide. It's like you either have woken up you have it. What do you see? I do believe this is the time of a great split. Some would call it a bifurcation. 
And so in my book, I talk about the ages of the yugas, which is really significant right now. And this idea from Hinduism that our solar system literally travels travels on this 25,000 year ascending arc into the golden ages. And then it turns the corner and it goes into this descending devolution arc into dark ages. Now we've seen this 3D elliptical wheel our solar system is traveling on from golden ages to dark ages and then back to a golden age. We've seen this repeated throughout history as once we were these temple building cultures, these advanced civilizations, building ornate temple sites that keep getting dated later and later or earlier and earlier, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then here we find ourselves in the dark ages and we can barely build a shack in an outhouse. And these dark ages where you have Attila the Hun lopping off heads and burning libraries. I know. It's confusing to me. I mean, we've got like, you know, you talk, we got so far advanced. What happened to us? Do we just not know how to handle it? Hinduism would say that when we are in the closest proximity to the center of the Milky Way galaxy, we are then in alignment with uh, divine consciousness, which they would call Brahma. And so when we're in this golden age of enlightenment, we are receiving these powerful solar flares containing divine consciousness. Also, these solar flares are supercharged, raising our love light frequency. But these supercharged photons contain information. Light contains information that's being proved over and over again, these photons. And so here we are being catapulted into this golden age of enlightenment where we have the opportunity to get off the 3D wheel and ascend into the next dimensional plane Mm -hmm. of higher consciousness. Now, you would say, well, you know, it would seem that we would only be. 2021 years on the ascending arc toward this golden age, but I came into awareness of a channel named Mavlana, who has channeled the solar hierarchy for many years. And she says the solar hierarchy made a decision, a collective decision to catapult humanity into the golden age from the year 1900 to 2000, with each year equaling 100 years. So in 100 years, we were evolved 10,000 years. If you look at the advancements from 1900 to 2000, you can clearly see in 100 years, we made tremendous progress in many ways technologically, and also many people stepped on a spiritual path and became enlightened. So So where do the galactics fit in? (laughs) Right? Because here we are, I mean, we're evolving, but we've got all these other entities here that are causing us issue and that make er, they're causing havoc. Talk to me a little bit about that. So, as we enter this golden age, 
before the turn of the arc, some <laughs> people are going to go back on the descending devolving arc, Nancy, and there's no judgment about it. They're just not ready to get off of the 3D wheel. Okay. They came here to learn right. the lessons that 3D duality has to offer, and they're going to go around the wheel again. And that's but why we can't judge. That's why we can't judge because they yeah. did this on purpose. And for us to judge is absolutely ridiculous. Definitely. There is no judgment day. It's just where you're at on your journey. And so that's the split I believe we're seeing now where those who are awakening on their journey have a chance to get off the wheel and become enlightened and move into the next higher dimensional plane. But right. there are those who will continue around the wheel, but it's a devolving descension arc back into dark ages. And so it's all just about the lessons we came here to learn. Now, of course, the Brotherhoods of Light, mm -hmm. Metatron, Melchizedek, Michael, Maitreya, all of these solar hierarchies, they are here to assist those who have made a conscious choice to serve the light selflessly and to make this ascension. And so these would be our galactic brothers and sisters in service to the light. Now, I don't tune into the darkness. Um, I am a light worker and choose to focus on the light because I believe where our attention goes, energy flows. But there may be those who are serving the dark agenda of and may be connected to those races who are interested in service to self and are engaging in this dark agenda. It's sort of, I would say, a battle for the souls of humanity between the darkness and the light. Mm -hmm. And so those who are focused on the darkness and the devolutionary descension arc would then be pulling humanity into fear and separation while the brotherhoods of light are pulling us up into love and unity. Okay. And I get that. And so I just want to say, cause I get that completely cause I sit here in balance and I see everything going on around me and it doesn't affect me. I like you work with the light, but I do, but I am aware of what else is going on. So it's just interesting to watch uh, I look at it differently now. Now I'm a, a spectator. I look at it as a whole where I didn't before. So I guess that's why I asked the question because I'm watching it all go on. And I guess I'm just wondering how the story is going to end. <laughs> you know I what think I mean? It will end differently for different Everybody. people. I think that those who have chosen the light may very well start to see reality unfolding in a way that brings us more love, unity, peace, and harmony, while those who are choosing the dissension devolution arc will start to see a re reality unfold that has more chaos, confusion, destruction, control, compliance, and all of that. But there is, I believe, a bifurcation of reality where we will start to see reality unfolding in a different way as we move into the light, while those who are choosing the darkness will see reality unfolding in an entirely different way as they, you know, go on the dissension arc. And so I believe I that agree. reality yeah. will. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's just interesting because right now I'm watching it just like you. I'm watching it happen and I'm watching it unfold. So it's quite interesting, you know, to see it all. 
Now, right? I, mm. Yeah, it just is. Now, I want to talk really quickly. There are so many things. I have lots of questions for you. But you talk about different ways to meditate. And the reason I bring this up is because I find it quite interesting. You talk about walking while you're meditating. You're talking about um, to get to a different place. Talk to the audience a little bit about those different types of meditations and how it can enhance our connection with our higher self, I guess. Thanks for asking that. Yes. So I like to do indoor and outdoor meditations. And for the indoor meditations, I guide people through various journeys, whether it be a journey through the chakras where you're connected into the heart of Mother Earth, ascend through your kundalini line of energy and illuminate, cleanse, clear your chakras, and then expand into the heart of source. Um, That is also sometimes called running energy. And I think really powerful meditation for grounding and expanding and cleansing and clearing. Um, And then outdoor meditations, I love to do walking meditations because then you are out in the creation. You're out in the natural world. You're connecting to the living life force and all living things and beings. And there you experience a profound sense of oneness as you start to realize the life force illuminating and animating your being is the same life force animating all living things and beings. And then you can find yourself in this place of oneness where you actually feel in communication with all living things and beings connected and of course connected to mother earth and the divine source. Right. Hey, we got to go to commercial break. You guys, I'm here today with Suzanne Ross. Hey, Suzanne, tell everybody how to get in touch with you, how to get your book, all your information. SuzanneRossWellness.com is my website and the homepage has everything that I do and offer right there on the landing page. Hey, this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. 
And may the energy of the universe bless you. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, it's Nancy Yeraud. I'm here today with Suzanne Ross. Suzanne, I just think it's amazing. So what do you do? I mean, to help people, if somebody signs up with you, do you, you, you do past life regression work or what, what do you do? On my website, I actually offer a series of 10 sessions, okay. and so they are progressive. We usually start with an energy center attunement and a higher self alignment, and then we'll move into gathering those fragmented soul aspects from different timelines and ultimately move into a multidimensional soul reunion. When you start to merge with the higher dimensional aspects of who you're being, you really start to ignite dormant DNA and bring more of your brain online. What I discovered about why we only use 10% of our brain and only have 4% of our DNA activated is because we're only being 10% of who we are in wholeness here in this dimension. And so, as we merge with these higher dimensional aspects, we ignite more of our dormant DNA and bring more of our brain online. We become more of who we are. We expand into all of who we are. When you start to do that, you really awaken advanced gifts and abilities. And so, we will move into the multidimensional soul reunion, the DNA activations, and then ultimately, we do a divine purpose reveal so that people can truly tune into their divine purpose, their divine mission here on planet Earth. And then we'll even do a strategy around implementing their divine purpose as their most authentic self. Interesting. Interesting. It's probably gratifying to see so many people wake up. Um, It is for me, actually. It's gratifying to see. I see a lot of younger people waking up. Yes, I do too. I do spiritual journeys out in the Red Rock Vortex here in Sedona. Mm -hmm. And 
such a wide range of people come here before COVID from all over the world, but now from all over our country. And I mean, I get people from the age of 12 to the age of 72, you know, yeah. and they're all awakening right yeah. now. Um, some are, you know, at a place where they feel uh, kind of lost. Uh, some feel fed up with the 3D reality. Right. Some just find themselves awakening where they have a sense of transcending this 3D matrix and expanding beyond the limitations. Um, and I think COVID has been a huge catalyst uh, for either awakening or more contracting it's either expanding or contracting, contracting. But and i know this sounds strange but in a weird way i think it was done on purpose so that we would have to go within yes i do think it was purposeful as well on many levels to see who was ready to awaken expand and move into the light and who are still fast asleep and uh, moving into the darkness. And again, there's no judgment about that. It's just where people are at on their journey. They're either trapped in the 3D matrix of enslavement and entrapment, or they're ready to expand, blow the lid off the 3D matrix and evolve and advance and ascend into the five dimensional plane of awareness. Right. And I've seen this in families and I've seen this, you know, where um, people, you know, you, when you start to ascend uh, and you start to wake up, you start to, you're different, you're a different person. And then, you know, you start to disassociate with different people. And a lot of times marriages break up or maybe even your family doesn't understand. And I see a lot of that. I really do. How about you? Yes. And, you know, I encourage people to be so flexible uh, with the way that they move forward on their own awakening journey for those around them, their loved ones to just allow without judging. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I myself, um, you know, when I'm with the more 3D uh, family members, uh, I just adjust myself to um, talking about what they're interested in and um, so that I don't uh, disassociate from people who truly love me by being so adamant about my own awakening journey and, you know, trying to... Um, uh, set myself apart from them in any right. way. Right. You, see <laughs> right. A, you see them in a different light. Actually, what I have realized is I have felt more compassion, to be honest with you. I know everybody's yeah. on a different journey. Yes. And so when I see somebody who doesn't understand, I realize they don't understand. And you have to be compassionate. And I think that's where compassion comes in. And, and yeah. That's that's really what I feel more than anything. Right. Love and compassion and meet people where they're at. You know, I'm not going to go to a family reunion and, you know, blow my horn about what I believe. I'm just going to be cool, hang out, have fun and talk to people about where they're at on their journey. Right. You know, because I love them. And, you know, everybody's on a different place on their journey. And it's, you know, oftentimes not appropriate to talk about these more advanced concepts around metaphysics. Maybe the more important thing is to just share love with one another and, you know, 
know, take interest in whatever they're into and doing and um, just, you know, watch what you talk about. I mean, I don't think family reunions or even getting together with certain family members is the right setting, even colleagues specifically. It's not always the right setting to talk about religion or politics. I mean, and that's been true forever, right? Even if you're spirituality. Yeah, I think yeah. if we can lead by example and people can see our light, that's what I really feel like. If we lead by example and go out into the world and show that we have, my biggest thing right now is having integrity and being honest and being decent and, uh, you know, compassion and kindness. Those are the things, if we can lead by example, then other people, I think, will catch on and, and realize that it is the way to go. You know what I mean? Um, Perfectly said when people see how much inner peace and ecstatic bliss that you have and you radiate they might want some of what you're on and they might start to ask questions but it's only when the student is ready and i only teach when asked yes and i've heard that and i agree with that and somebody always says wait who told me i don't know i always have so many people on my show they always say ask wait till they ask you twice And I always thought that was interesting, you know, because maybe somebody would ask you to flip it the first time, but the second time they really meant it, you know, that they want to learn and that they want to be a little bit different. And I think that's really good. What can you share with the audience today as far as, you know, for for all of us who are out there um, working on Ascension? I mean, give us a little bit of guidance and and what can we do on a daily basis? Do you have any really cool practices that maybe you want to share or besides meditation? I mean, what else can we do? And so I believe that we can open the gates of ascension by dedicating our lives to the spiritual path, whether we are engaging in practices. I love the Merkaba meditation. I love sitting in the direct line of the sun and doing sun salutations. I love doing mantras, saying sacred names. I also enjoy uh, researching different types of creation codes and, you know, just getting yourself in that uh, focused state of meditation where you can open to download advanced codes of creation. And so, these are some of the meditations I offer in my book, Rise Up. I offer initiations and activations, but I also inspire you to go out into the world and shine your light of love as brightly as you can to walk through your your reality and acknowledge and connect with those who you are interacting with or even just passing by Mm -hmm. so that you're not looking down at your phone. You're being very present when you're out in the world, just shining your light of love. And it's amazing how many people you can uplift as you move through your day. If you make an intentional effort. You're absolutely right. Because look at what your energy did to me. (laughs) No, seriously. Think about that. And I'm an empath. So I pick up your energy, but other people can pick up our energy as we're out in the world. And I don't think people look at life like that because we are made up of energy and that's all we are. And you talk about that light. And I love how you talk about the information comes through the light. That is really interesting to me because everything's really about the light, isn't it? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And they are just showing more and more about how photons respond to information, carry information. You know, these are encoded photons and they're supercharged, raising our love light frequency right now if we're open to receive that. So we can also send our love and light through yes. the central sun as well yeah. as receive it. Yeah. Um, so in the morning, I always bring in the light through my crown chakra and I take it through my body. And then I always ask for what color I need. And I've taught the audience to ask for a color. Um, but also, yes, I like that you say send light to other people because uh, it's just like radio waves. So I can send love and light to family members or to you and they will receive that. Can you just, we've only got a couple more minutes, but can you address yeah. that really quick so that people realize with the power of our intention, we can send information, love, and light across the matrix because we are all intricately interconnected. And so intention is extremely powerful, and especially if it's love-inspired or we could say love-powered. Yeah, love-powered. I like that. All right, you guys. Now, before we get out of here today, don't forget to book a psychic reading with me. I am an intuitive. I have a clear knowing of things. They call it, call it clear cognizance. Go to my calendar on nancyyearout.com and you can book there. And Suzanne, give your information one more time. SuzanneRossWellness.com. Okay, you guys. Thank you. You are just a pleasure. I'm going to have to have you back. Oh, please do, Nancy. I would love that. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. And really love and many blessings. God bless. Thank you. Hey, you guys, it's Nancy Yearout. It's High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next time. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. Connect the dots. Keep the motion. Can achieve your goal. Let's hit the high road. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goals.